0: Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NRL oh. My legal counsel Wake up in the morning after the weekend To get an update on the NRL My legal counsel, hits of the week and scandals on Monday, a story from Jack about a urinal. My legal counsel.
1: Welcome back now to Legal Counsel, coming at you live on a Sunday, 30th of August, last day of winter. Sydney, Portier, beautiful day. We have already hit spring. We have already, yeah, well, we can smell October. It's it's that weather. There are the games that are starting to mean jostling for positions in the eight, the four, and maybe a couple of teams sniffing from the outside have, have a bit of a chance. As always, coming to us live from Melbourne, Victoria, one test, Thunderino, and ex-Hong Kong board, rugby league board member, Jack, how's it going, mate? Yeah,
0: very good. Thanks, Rihari. Good to hear your voice again. Um, yeah, I like it. it's, uh We've got plenty of talk about today. Um, I, I, I'll be the first one to admit that there's some games there that just aren't tickling my fancy at all. And how it's interesting that so many games are going to script. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Panthers-Tigers game, like, to be honest, I wasn't concentrating because uh, I had to put the kids to bed and had all this other sort of shit on. But it was just like, every time I looked up, I was like, oh yeah, that's the story. That story's already written. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's already the Yeah, they will be in there for a while. and then do, done, do something stupid. And then, so that just went to what any uh, knowledgeable league man probably would have uh, wrote about. And then uh, on um, Thursday night as well with the Eels, um, again, it's starting to sort of just write its own, write boys' own story, isn't it?
1: Mm. I don't think you saw... What was it thirty eight nil coming uh no, yeah, I didn't at bank West, let's start there I... let's start there with that game. We said a couple of weeks ago that the teams that are going s you know that have peaked or played their you know their grand final almost earlier in the season. The eels being one of them, but we didn't really mention the rabbits. We didn't see this coming from the rabbits. did they have an outside chance? Of winning the thing, can you put them in? They can win it territory, or are they just on the outside and in, in a decent form?
0: I've got to be a couple more weeks of that, I think, and then, I mean, I would be way more uh, inclined to say that if they held on to Latrell's services, but he's been ruled out for the season. Like he was just coming on oh. so, crazy. like Wayne, you got to give him credit. He had played the long game with Latrell yeah. beautifully. It was just a uh, Beautiful little, um, what's the phrase for it? Just a string in the band, wasn't he? Beautifully played.
1: That run is the most confident I've seen him in two years, I reckon. Um, That one that he came out from his own line, bet multiple people, started a long-range movement, just pure freedom, joy with the football. Trowell looked back to his best. And you're right, Like Bennett does not give in to pressure. Of the media. So if he's doing something, he truly believes in it. And I think initially people thought with Trell was Bennett is going to keep him in there and almost, you know, by victim of just not playing well, tr- wait for Trell to come to him and go, look, mate, I'm not a fullback, take me out of yep. there. But that was so, that was one theory. But Bennett just kept stuck with him. And there were so many people drumming from early season to get him out, get him back into the centres. Just the master stroke from Bennett, and he's still got a bit left in the tank. He's still got another couple of year contract in him, doesn't he? After this season, where does Bennett go?
0: Well, you've heard that stupid story about him going back to Brisbane. Hmm? Oh, there's some made up story during uh, early in the weekend about him. Again, it's just news. I'm not even want to, don't, even, don't even want to talk about it. But News Limited making up yarns about. Him. Bennett could be the next Broncos coach. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, but were you asking the question on Wayne or Latrell?
1: Oh, first, I'm happy with I'm happy with Luttrell, and I just didn't actually. When I asked that question before, where um, can they win it? Well, I think now without Latrell, I think you've seen the two best games from the Rabbitohs, and I, I would doubt they could keep that up. But it's not actually Latrell. that Cody Walker. It's Cody Walker. Yeah fucking good
0: player. he's the he's a smart animal. Of, you know, and geez, on his day, he was playing some, some, like he had one of those seasons last year Mm. Um, and probably take out the state football games, but he had one of those seasons that you can sort of talk about Josh Morris 2012, Ben Barber 2014, Josh Dugan 2010 just when players are untouchable, Mm. and then he sort of didn't have that at the start of the season, but he's starting to get there again, he's fucking good and the other thing about Cody is he He has actually been immortalised because he was one of those late bloomers. He played a lot of Queensland Cup when he was in the storm system and they never really gave him a go. But I remember reading a lot about Queensland Cup purists and Queenslanders I know up there watching a lot of Queensland Cup. They're going, this guy's fucking good. Um, And then he was immortalised. And I don't know if you know this, but you know that it made a bit of a comeback during the week. The worst cool in rugby league history when when that touchy in the Queensland Cup game (laughs) misses that... He actually kicked that uh, drop out.
1: So, oh, so he, what actually happened was he he dropped kicked it out, and it was going over the sideline. And the winger took the ball over the sideline and ran maybe three or four steps before throwing it back in. And he the touch judge the was on the spot.
0: He didn't have the ball, so the ball went over the sideline, mm. and the and the bloke didn't touched touch the guy trying to, the defender trying to get back in. He had three steps out before batting it back in. Oh. It, was, it I I mean glorious. I can't even
1: believe he even kept trying for it, the guy <laughs> on the wing. <way. laughs> um, oh. So so Walker, you're right. And I was gonna say the same thing. Walker is he's the spirit animal of that bunny side. He is the Messiah. And when he he hasn't been playing anywhere close to this level. And when he does, they look different. And and I think also guys like Junior Totola, Tom Burgess. There question marks around their forward pack earlier in the year. Jaden Sewell's going well. They've got guys that are Chuck stepping
0: up. Key on Clementine just goes, he's tough, good footballer.
1: Mm. He's a mascot junior as well. So, that, so the Rabbitohs, it's going to be interesting to see how high they can actually get. Because at the moment, they sit in fifth spot. But the Raiders uh, have a game in hand, and you would imagine that they would overtake them. So yep. that means that the Rabbitohs will sit in sixth. Ahead of the Knights and Sharks, and then on the outside looking in, you've got well, I don't think any teams on twelve points can make it now, can they? No. Nah. And 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 looking at the form of those sides, if they were hot, now the Eagles have got a, a game to come against the storm today. If they were to somehow get up there, you'd say, mm, maybe, but they're just not playing well enough. So you've got Tigers and Dragons. No, no, they're just not playing well enough. The Warriors on 14 points, having won four of their last five, the only one they did lose was a narrow loss to the Roosters. Do we have a chance of sneaking into the eight? We play the Sharks.
0: Yeah, and that's helpful. But then the Sharks, I'm just trying to find um, Sharks run at home. I just. The thing about. It, Sharks. have got the Knights next week, and night. That's a good pub game not Sharks, actually. Um, mm. it's just it's out of our hands. Even though the Warriors are playing well, it's out of our hands again. I don't hate harking back to it, but a fucking Jared wouldn't dog us against the Titans. We'd
1: make the eight. I'd be confident saying that now. So Knights. The Sh- the Sharks have got the Knights next week. Then yep. the Warriors. Then the Roosters, and then the Raiders.
0: So, to me, it comes down to the next two weeks. If the Knights beat the Sharks, and then it's basically, then you can just say the the Sharks versus Warriors will be like a a playoff for the playoff. And then if we lose that, we don't deserve to make the uh, eight anyway.
1: Well, the Warriors have only beaten one team in the eight at the moment, and that's the Knights. So, back home to the Central Coast Stadium against the Eels next week. Then Sharks, Raiders. They are moving, They are
0: smarting. But mm. smarting in a bad way. Like, not what I feel, and I'm one of the biggest pessimists with the Warriors, but I feel the Eels are not smarting in one of those good ways where you bounce mm. back. Mm. They're smarting in a way. Like, Dylan Brown is out. That mm. leaves with Moses with the whole cutter. And I feel the Eels are in a bad space, whereas the Warriors are in a great space.
1: You reckon the eels are in damaged goods now? Like, they are just... You can imagine the yep. infighting. You can imagine, yep. like, they have a breakaway sort of, like, gathering around at Gutho's house. And um,
0: Madison, Madison, is is he involved with in that one or Yeah, not?
1: Madison's teetotaling, though. So, everyone else is on the um, Woodstocks and a few doobies. And Madison says something stupid. There's, like, a punch-up between Gutherson and Madison. Moses is crying in the corner. And then it takes, you know, um, even they, Fergo. Yeah. Fergo's walked out. Nathan Brown's in his
0: undies with like one of those, um, jet, you know, those karate kid bandanas over his head.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we're basically getting to like 6 a.m. Fugo's just, he's walked out on this like, fuck you guys. I'm out. I'm going back to the Raiders. Um, It's got a horrible look about it, doesn't it? And then maybe I'm just thinking Junior Paulo has to pull them together. He gives Tim Manor a <laughs> call and it's like, there's only one man that can fix this. Quote, is. Briggs and Timmy Manor. But the the Eels. Oh, we called it, didn't we? Fuck. We said they were a good football side about six, seven weeks ago. But we said that they can't win it, and they cannot win a comp. That's, that collection of players cannot win the NRL. So forget they finish in the four or not. The great thing for the Roosters now is the eels are right there for the taking for them to come in. And, and, and a couple of weeks ago, you're thinking, geez, the Roosters could miss out on the four. But the Raiders and Roosters are fucking chopping at, chomping
0: roosters at the eels. Really nice, roosters got a really nice run-in, don't they? How do you see the runs? What are you using to get the run-ins? I've got my...
1: um, Yeah, yeah no, look, I, I don't have to give away my um, magic. It Captain, makes me come but, across as well-educated but, in the league. So roosters, roosters have quite an easy run-in, don't they? Well, look, I mean, off the top of my head, I think they've got the Raiders at GIO, the go back to the cricket ground and face the Knights, and, and they will they will drop a cricket score on the Knights at the cricket ground. That's a 50-pointer. Um, then they've got the Sharks, and then they finish with the grudge match, Book of Feuds, South Sydney. So you would say the Roosters, they've got one, two, three, four to go. I would say they run the clean sweep and they win four from four. So that means that the Roosters finish on thirty points, um, and then we'll go to the the Eels, who are in a bit of disarray. But I'll just I'll read out their lo- their their run to you, and you just tell me what happens. Away Warriors. Uh, Warriors win. Away Panthers. Oh, what do you think? Home Broncos.
0: No, they'll win that
1: one. Away, but it's a home game in our jungle, Tigers.
0: Maybe Madge has got the Tigers up for it at that stage.
1: Yeah, so you've got 28 points, Eels. Roosters are ahead of them. And then the only other one we need to know now is the Raiders. So this is important because we've got today's game in it as well. (sighs) Raiders, Dogs.
0: Oh, fuck, the Raiders form the dogs, don't they?
1: Raiders roosters.
0: Roosters fold the Raiders.
1: Raiders dragons. Raiders. Raiders warriors.
0: <laughs> raiders.
1: Raiders sharks. And Raiders. So they win four from five. They're on 28. Probably go ahead of the eels. And then so you're looking at basically the the Raiders might sneak into the four. It's all gonna be points difference. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Eels all of a sudden, fifth place playing you'd have to say the only teams that can finish an eighth spot. Actually you know there's a there's a chance of Rabbitos if they drop out. So the Eels might get a Latrous um rabbitos, they might get a Knights or down on troops, they might get a sharks, they could get a Warriors. Um, I mean, to be honest, the, okay, here's another one.
0: The Rabbitohs don't lose. I'm just talking about this now. Like Alex Johnson going to fullback isn't the end of the world for them.
1: No, if Cody Walker's playing like he's playing and Wayne, mean, Alex... Wayne's doing his thing,
0: um,
1: very. There's a chance. The, 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 the good thing here is it's all positions one to eight. A rule, it's not complete actually sorry, the Panthers the Panthers have lost one game.
0: I oh, know. If you see they um what's their streak now? Like it was interesting they asked 12? Cleary about the streak. Mm. And he goes, You just gotta pass the doggies. And then and then Cleary, he knew off the top of the set, he goes, Yeah, but they got done for salary cap. Uh it was two oh two, right? Because yeah. he was in the minor premiership winning team. So they are I think I said it a few weeks ago, but they're one of the most dominant. They're in a dominant uh, phase here that I haven't really seen. Like Even the the Roosters in their last two seasons winning the comps mm. haven't been, during the season, quite as dominant as the Panthers are right now.
1: And yet, I look at that team and they don't, like, I'm not as revered as I am about, you know, the Great Root. Storm, the Great Roosters, you know, even when the Bunnies won the comp. Or, um,
0: yeah, they're starting to... I just They're think getting
1: they're... there, but they, you look at them on paper and you go, they're still very young. Have they have they had, you know, the battle scars? Have they had the bad losses that drive success for the next couple of seasons? Have they tasted defeat, a real crushing defeat at the hands of the Raiders as an extra time semi?
0: Yeah, but I think that's a bit of a myth. Reha, I think youth is actually it's actually got an advantage too. That when you're not scarred by that shit. Well, I
1: think I think this season away. you're right. Yeah,
0: um, i you know, I, don't, I haven't seen any mainstream commentators bring that up. I might have missed it, but you're right. They they don't have the. I mean, let's be honest. Cleary's got a hopeless melon, but it's beyond its years in terms of uh, experience in that. And then you go into that forward pack. I mean they're just you're right, it's a young team. Well like even JFH you would say now is a is an older an older head in that. Um and Coruscau is like you gotta can't underestimate what Corosau brings to the team. He's one of those real uh he did it at South and he did it at Manly. He sort mm. of just seems to be a glue of a team. And they all love him and he you know Jeez, he, he seems to really nice.
1: That church stabbing of Manasi Final has had a huge impact on the NRL this year because The Eagles basically could have re-signed Coruscant or Finale at the end of last season. They go, well, let's go with the younger guy, um, build the club around him. And he is fucking impressive. He is dynamic. He's a big dummy half. He's physical, fast. He's actually a very unique player. Um, Probably like a bigger Chika Ferguson. Um, Not Chika Ferguson. Chika. Sega Agaro. Who I actually saw on Friday at the pub in Coogee. Um, very short but wide. Would put a good hit on you.
0: Um, yeah, you do
1: base. Yeah, and he basically, obviously, got done for the stabbing, and then they let Coruscant go go to Penrith, who had already had a one year stint from Coruscant a few years ago. I know, I know. Was he's been a fucking club clubman, hasn't he? Club slut.
0: But he's been he. Everyone that you talk uh, you hear from uh, inside camps think he's really good and I mean he's showing that this year I mean if you actually go back through his career there's not actually every time he's one of those players that that the clubs have always had success while he's there uh, like even the, when there was at the um, Panthers that year what year was he at the Panthers he was at the Panthers 15 when did they come 2015 uh, you know what I, mean? I think he's one of those guys that brings success with him
1: uh, like Phil Blake? No, no, like How Phil many Blake. years did he have at Manly? He had four. Oh, really? That many? Yeah. You're saying that with a lack of confidence in the voice that makes me want to think. No, he
0: definitely had four, but that's just sort of undermining my theory of um, how well he goes, you know?
1: Mm. Um, let's go back through the games. Like, oh, I have to make an admission. Yeah, you
0: but know, then actually they turned, up, they turned up 11. So, yeah, cancel that theory in mind that he brings success to all club
1: just just get that out very quickly um i have a startling admission is that i didn't watch the warriors wow i was in the middle of my fantasy draft uh nfl fantasy draft um are seasons, you writing, are you writing premiere of that double time premier so i'm i'm going for a 3 Pete. um wow. and i was getting the i was just checking the phone from time to time and i was like okay 8 Nil eight six yeah I was very confident during the week that we'd win this game um, the Tamworth factor the Warriors wanted to give back to Tamworth and the fact that I think these there's some key outs with the Knights and they don't have a lot of points in them the Knights um, so the Warriors finished strong give me a give me an overview there's something fucking brewing out at the Central Coast isn't there
0: yeah uh look it was a really good performance they got into a got just completions man like knights were just making stupid errors and we were just just focusing on our task and just completing sets and like our forward pack doesn't have any stars in there i mean tohu is uh but other than that like even alvaro Elvaro and you know, Murchie, they just went forward and we completed our sets. Um,
1: what about Murchie last week though? Against the dogs. It was quite good, was he? He had a try assist out the back with that pass to Pompey and, and a double. Try.
0: Yeah. Was yeah. Amazing. So no, Murchie's coming along really well, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then the difference is Cody Nakarima is in fine form. Like it's really good to see him because I've yeah. always been a big, Cody's in fine form. Um, Chanel isn't getting involved much, but what he's doing, he's just, I don't know what he's doing, but he's he's doing better than Blake Green without doing as much. It's interesting. It's almost like since Blake's gone, Cody's got more of a, um, he's just going good. And then Peter Hickey, I mean, everyone knows my thoughts on Peter Hickey, how good he is. And mm. my name was top five center a couple of weeks ago. I had no one really staking me off for it. So it sort of shows I think other people respect And then Roger and is Roger. just finding his absolute like, it's been a while, hold. as in the, that famous li- lyrics from Stane. It's been a while. But mm. fucking hell, man. He is, ne- every time he's touching the ball now, it's looking like he's beating someone and making space. Whereas when Blake Green was there, and you'll know this, he's getting the ball, and there just didn't seem to be any, op- oh. any option for him. And, I, and I, I said it on the QA forum the other night. I was like, what is the difference? What is, the di- like, what is it? And some, I think it was Leicester who sort of said, oh, we get, we're getting go forward now. And I think, is it as simple as that? Maybe. I don't know. It just just seems to be getting it a bit deeper or something. I don't know. It's
1: great, well, though. I think Cody Nicarima's running, and he's catching, I think the pace of the game suits Nicarima, and he wasn't running the ball early in the season. There's been dry tracks lately, which suits him a lot, yeah. and he's getting the ball, and he's taking the line on, and he's just using his speed. I don't think sometimes he realise how fast he is. He burned by Kerr and Foran last week. And ended yes. up setting up a try. Um, from some of the highlights I saw of the the Knights game, he did the same thing. But you're right, Roger has something's clicked with him because he was playing very average for his standards mid-season.
0: Still, uh, like by fullback in the game, but yes, but still not. Leaders, yeah. yeah, not like what we'd expect from.
1: And I just think that we're using Roger in, in a better way. I think he's basically taken upon himself saying, "Well, I'm not going to get the ball three wide and very lateral." I'm going to start running the ball out of my own line. He's taking hit-ups like props, and he's taking a lot of dummy half runs, um, but he's breaking the line. He's wearing them down. Like, I think that he... To to tackle Roger Duovas' Shek when he's running, even if it's just from a dummy half run, takes a lot out of the defense. It's like, you, you, when the best player touches the ball, everyone's on alert. And I think if he continues to do that, then he bends them down, bends them down, and then he goes back out to his normal position and gets the holes. So... um, this it, is... does make,
0: it does make you think it. It's just made me think about something, is that over the Warriors team, over uh, the Warriors history, we have obviously played half our games at Mount Smart in winter, and it always seems to be more dewy than New South Wales. Mm. But I think, uh, you know, we think about the Saturday 7.30pm game Ugh. New Zealand time, it's just in July, June, July, August, mm. dewey based. We're pretty good at those games, aren't we, or are we?
1: We should be no, playing. We, we should always play afternoon games, um, and or, or even the ones that go later in the year, the afternoon that go into the that just slowly start to get dark.
0: Yeah, but, but the thing is, we the problem with the Warriors is they've got the two hour time difference, so mm. they get the pub game. You can you can't have a pub game in New Zealand, or it would be too early for the Australian viewers. So or just yeah,
1: no Fridays. Yeah. Just, just play. And I know that they use us for the pub game from whatever yeah. reasons. I, I don't know. But more afternoon games. But how close fuck are the Warriors? Yeah,
0: Look, it was great to watch. A beautiful oh. day in worth It was just beautiful rugby. fuck, New South Wales country is built for rugby
1: league. When was fuck the last it. time the Warriors flogged someone? I think it was the Dogs round one last year.
0: Did we flog them? They yeah, we oh.
1: put thirty odd points on them. Similar yeah. scoreline.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, if God was up there and, and meant, like, making the world, he made New South Wales country with rugby league in mind. Mm. And I've always said that, too. I think, like, maybe rugby union isn't actually that bad a game, right? But it's played, like, the, the best players play in New Zealand mm. in winter. Like, mm. fuck, of course it's going to be shit conditions and mm. it's going to be boring. Well, mm. you know, it was also big in, uh yeah, Europe in horrible winters and it's still a winter sport up there for them so maybe that really holds their sport back as well whereas you know we i had a guy i used to work with who was a he used to he's from he was born in melbourne uh lived a lot in new south wales but now lives in queensland and he sort of said well again if god was inventing stuff he should have given league because he played both the games, he should have given leave league to victoria and vfl with all their like um running and marathon running on hard tracks. Do you know what I mean? Um, So it's just, uh, we're blessed to have uh, the New South Wales and Queensland States winters representing the pinnacle of our, you know, the pinnacle of the club club comp of our game.
1: I was actually explaining um, someone on Friday regarding Queensland and how there used to be a New South Wales comp and a Queensland comp, right? Back, you know, when Meninga and Belcher and Peter Jackson that played for Brisbane
0: South. Basically up to 88. Yeah, so,
1: it's actually staggering that with the talent that they had, and and I guess, you know, with the Raiders who took a lot of Queensland talent, bizarrely, I don't know, it doesn't actually make that much sense. But the the fact that there's only one Brisbane team in the comp is fucking madness when you actually think about it, eh? Like, to to think of how many Sydney, New South Wales teams there are, and it's not like, you know, there's plenty of talent to go around in Queensland. This should have been a long time ago, another Brisbane team. And the fact that the Broncos have had that monopoly had, is just amazing. They had one, we Harry. When? The Crushers. South Queensland Crushers. It's not a Brisbane yeah. team.
0: It wasn't, mate. They were, they were based in, uh, what was the song called? Um, in Valley. So based, they were a Brisbane team, mate. They were South Queensland Crushers. No, were...
1: South Queensland Crushers were not based in Brisbane. Mate, were do they? you want to bet? Well, where did you think they were based? Maybe more... Uh, Regionally hub? Ah, Am I showing bad. lack of knowledge
0: here? Yeah, lack of knowledge. They were based South Queens. Uh, South Queens and Crushers were a Brisbane-based team. They were second Brisbane. Their home ground was Lang Park.
1: Huh?
0: Yep. So they had a second, and then because the, that was the ARL, they, oh. ARL at that or ARL at that stage knew they needed a second uh, Brisbane team.
1: Yeah. Okay. So why didn't the Crushers work?
0: Quite well because they were the victim of Super League War. Yeah. Okay.
1: But but what does that actually mean?
0: Well, victim of the Super League war, because the, the Sydney clubs and history, it was a lot harder to kick them out. You know, you had fucking idiots, uh, um, uh, marching down George Street. You know, like the Rabbitohs don't need to be there. I mean, it's a nice for romance and all that sort of stuff, but, but the Roosters take it, should take up their catchment. I know Kears and Cronulla blah for me, but that's if you're starting a a, a, a comp from scratch. You wouldn't have so many Sydney teams, but they had, they had history and money from the pokey machine laws. Mm. It was always going to be, and then South Queensland were just a, and they had good crowds. They were, and Brisbane, you got to remember, not everyone likes the Broncos in Brisbane. People think they do, but I mean, they've got a, te- a, a city of two, they might be two and a half million now. You're still going to have a big fan base, even if 50% like them, you know, so
1: the, the interesting thing with the demise of the crushers, as you're right, obviously it happened with um with the Super League. So it meant that three of the 22 teams had to get axed. And obviously they, oh, they, in the, they brought in the, the storm as well. So that technically um made it even tougher. But come on, are,
0: storm. I know there's idiots in New South Wales well saying the storm shouldn't be there, but fuck
1: the storm. They should.
0: Yeah, I know. That's just dumb, cunt. Oh, sorry. But,
1: but back to the crushers. They had a chance, you know, I guess they're looking at merging. And the Gold Coast Chargers, um, they were struggling at the same time, and, and there's a little bit of chat here I'm just reading regarding the Crushes merging with the Chargers, and the Chargers decided to gold it alone. Wow. Um, and rightfully so, because there's no real reason to merge another Brisbane side on the Gold Coast. The Gold Coast have a a base of, you know, a base that they can call their own. It does make sense.
0: Definitely. Free I mean, Harry, there's this, the, the Crushers League's club still operates in uh, the Northern. So I used to go down there for a buffet occasionally with the, the Mitchie Panthers.
1: Woof! Brilliant. When you the, think Crushers, who do you think? Who's the one player? I think
0: Mario Fedeck, uh Gary oh, St. John, St. <laughs> St. John Ellis, and I think of Trevor, Trevor Gilmeister.
1: Gilmeister for me. Yeah. I do think that Dale Shearer might have donned the colours? Um, uh, Scotty yeah. Sattler, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, quite. So th- those are Queenslanders. I mean, they were all oh, they were they were Queensland teams, you know.
1: Mm. Um, back to we do have to do a weekly. Adrian um, Bronco, I think. <laughs> excuse me. We have to do a weekly summation of the Broncos. I watched the Roosters play the Broncos on Friday. And it's the lowest point I've ever seen a football club since I've watched Rugby League, which is 1989 to 2020. I've never seen a lower, worse excuse for a football team than that. That's, you cannot get lower. And I'm talking those bunny sides that we used to routinely go out and put 50 and 60 on in the uh, early 2000s. Late Um, morning. Your bad Gold Coast teams. Um, The bad Knights teams of two, three years ago, pre-Ponga Knights, pre-Ponga post-Beat
0: Knights. The Knights did it well because they put a, they they said for a rebuild, so they put, so they almost said, look, it's a a disclaimer, Mm. rebuild. Yeah, yeah, you've got got an That always goes away, but Broncos are not going to come out and say, we're in a rebuild, are they?
1: There, There is.
0: Well, they are now, though.
1: They are just horrendous. They
0: are so bad. Yep. And, and, you know, I see quite a few people on uh, various WhatsApp forums and that sort of carry-on going, oh, the Broncos have ruined my Friday night. I'm like, fuck, you should be enjoying this. Just sit back. I actually, like, you know it's not going to be a uh, – and you will get sick of it after a while. But I actually quite like just tuning in and seeing them sort of compete for 20 minutes and then just the floodgates open.
1: Do, do you know that a a really nice wrinkle of this season is no bias. Yeah. How good is it? Uh, eight well, eight games every week.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we like, also miss out on you know the the representative rounds where we get our yeah. favorite cup and all that.
1: Get it at the end of the season because this is yeah. like these non-origin affected rounds and fuck this some bad rugby league happening in the middle of you know may june in in a normal premiership window so just something just occurred to me there um, yeah but it is as a purist it is all it's also quite a look i mean you're probably
0: right we need to get our season sorted where the red foot was at the end but it was also as a purist quite it was quite interesting too just seeing those two points on offer and seeing our team's handled it. It was always in shit weather. I don't know. I know what you mean but Mm. I I romanticise everything about league, don't I?
1: Do you think that with this TPJ stuff that he's leaking you know, some dodgy stuff about third party contracts? We actually broke down the third party contracts a couple of years ago on the show, eh? What was the actual value that you can um, earn as a club further to the salary cap with third party contracts?
0: For 300 grand?
1: Yes. Actually not that much, eh?
0: No, nah, but it's still it could still be a third of your um, salary,
1: mate. No, no, but there's a maximum. You do some research, pull it up. Well, I well I propose this to you because I don't I don't think everyone can actually do it. I think you're allowed a couple of third parties per club, which means there's not actually that much that's actually available. So, chatting to Henny James Henville, on one various WhatsApp Rugby League forum recently. Wow,
0: Storm Broncos are just. Sorry, it just head and shoulders like four times the other clubs in terms of third party agreement value.
1: What do you mean by that? Uh, isn't there everyone's got the same right to it?
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, but they, no. So I've just pulled up something where they've shown the teams' third party agreement so a value. So you've actually so you've actually got to go and get this from a sponsor, right? So Storm are just blowing teams out of the. Um, Water because they're getting like a million bucks a year worth of third-party agreements. Broncos are about eight hundred thousand, and then you get all the Sydney clubs just fucking struggle.
1: But hang on, to- hang on, back it up. What's the limit? What's the stretch that you're allowed to go to? Uh,
0: uh, twelve percent of salary cap. Really? No, I don't know. It looks about like that, that much. So no,
1: I'm sure you. I'm sure. Anyway. If we're not going to find that out off the top of our heads, I, I do think that there was, you know, only two to three maximum people that you're allowed to do it that you have to declare. Um, obviously, there's a few things that no doubt about it doesn't get declared. But the 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 NRL should centralise contracts and remove third parties um, and just add that value to the value of the salary cap. Centralise contracts and introduce, which I know I've, I I continually mention but introduce a player window at the end of the season for, you know, once the grand final's over, you know, transfer window opens, we've got six weeks of a window, that's where all the deals get done for the upcoming season, and you can get rid of this bullshit where people sign a year and a half before they even leave the club and they end up forcing their way out anyway. How is that not just done, you know, how does Volandis not just think about that and just get that done? Is there any downside there? Am I missing something?
0: I guess the downside is the what rugby league is always built on is the tribe. Can you can you still keep the tribalism still alive? So if you're in Aaron Woods or something growing up in the Belmay Junior Leagues, mm-hmm. does May or West Tigers get the first right of refusal at least at them? that doesn't happen in the American sports, right? You can, yeah, I mean, no, it
1: does. You've got restricted yeah, yeah. and unrestricted free agents. So,
0: yeah, but um, you get draft.
1: Okay. Now, I'm not saying bring a draft in. Okay, so all I'm saying yeah, is no, the but, NRL control the contracts so that the fucking salary cap doesn't have to. You know, you're basically removing third parties, and it's just a simple transaction that um, that goes through the. NRL. You still have to manage your salary cap, yes, but um, it just removes and eliminates. Having to go outside of the normal salary cap and and getting third parties, it's just it's just an unnecessary, it's just such a strangely amateur part of our game.
0: Yeah, look. So what does um, would, is that what they do in union in New Zealand, right?
1: Don't know, but I think yeah, the NZREU definitely have a big stake in how the um contracts sort of shake out and the values et cetera. But um, I don't think the draft think ever really quite- work. In our, in our game. The draft doesn't work because junior clubs and, um, you know, there's rugby league nurseries out there that work their ass off to try and produce juniors for, for the club. And to take that away, that would just be unnecessarily evening up the playing field for um, for everyone. And there's no reward for what you should be rewarded for um, developing your juniors. So,
0: really, Harry, I've actually found the... Um, Sorry, so. Tom. Yeah. What play so everyone knows the salary cap, which is nine point five million dollars for the mm-hmm. top three players, okay? Mm-hmm. What players can earn outside the salary cap? Mm-hmm. Unlimited.
1: Yeah, sponsorship. Players, yep,
0: yeah. Players can earn unlimited amounts of corporate responses yep. but not associated with the club and who don't who don't, who do not use the game's IP. Yeah. Like no club logos juices, yeah. them. So you'll see monsters obviously advertising that mm-hmm. music.
1: Right. and he
0: and he doesn't have any like he looks just oh they try and make it look like storm joey's yeah. provided these are pre-approved by both the players club and the nRL these agreements may not be negotiated by the club as an incentive for a player to sign a contract nor can they be guaranteed but far out they and are like, you can't stop that because they like but we just go to versace oh i need you to you know, anyway. yeah. anyway you, you could hide that and then other benefits education fees approved traineeships medical insurance costs relocation slash temporary accommodation costs are not included in the cap but must be approved
1: what about the third parties that you're going to get to
0: well that's that's the in the first part unlimited
1: no but that's we're talking about legitimately above board payments from club sponsors which you are allowed access to a handful or something
0: is that third party?
1: Yes, third parties are clubs, third parties. You, you're talking about normal sponsorship. So if Cooper Cronk goes and gets a contract with Colgate to do a toothpaste ad, that's just fucking, yeah, happy days. He's, you're not limiting his earning capacity. But you can use third party agreements of sponsors of the club to encourage players to sign. and to Why don't you, hey, you just put that in the salary cap? That's my fucking point. Well, that's
0: to me... Point. Well to me it isn't the salary cap
1: then. It is, but it just like make it just increase the salary cap and cut all that bullshit all together because there's so much dodginess around the third parties. I think we need to move on because we're probably losing people. Um Before we go to this games, the games on this afternoon, I want to look ahead to next week because there is make or break, there's must win games. The Knights Sharks is a must win game, isn't it? And it's the pub game. Best pub game that I can remember in a long time. Um, I, agree. I think the Bunnies is not a must-win game with the Storm, but, jeez, if they won that, they'd be very, very... Um... It's
0: a very good fight. I mean, that has a lot of... Rem- I mean, just AJ at fullback, um, you know, showing... It puts a, almost a marker in the ground for the Rabbitohs, right? If they beat the Storm, I mean, they're at home. It says that if they lose the Storm, then I don't think they're serious.
1: What do you mean? No, you can uh, lose uh, you can uh, lose uh, well uh, to the storm. Hang on a minute. Sorry, the pub game. Oh, sorry about that. That just popped up. A ad. Um, the the actual pub game is the Panthers-Broncos. No,
0: no, that's not the pub game. That's the Thursday so Night football, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, <laughs> again, it's just like watching a car crash. We're all going to tune in.
1: We can't wait to see that, can we?
0: Oh, it's just going to be...
1: How many uh, How many tries does Stephen Crichton get? Or Brian... Apparently
0: will get a couple too, but it's just, yeah, look. It'll just be like watching a car crash. 50? Yep.
1: Fucking oath. Um, And then, so the, the game after that... So we're looking at the... Duh, 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 the must-win game is... Knights need to beat... Oh, they don't need oh, obviously, to beat. Warriors need to beat the Eels. And the Raiders, you'd have to say, to get the four Raiders Roosters, top four must-win game.
0: Yeah, this is actually a good... We've had a couple of, in reality, a couple of bludge rounds up until next week. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, but you've still got Cowboys-Dragons as a game. Yuck. Eagles-Tigers as a game. Yuck. And Bulldogs-Titans as a game.
0: I mean, Bulldogs-Titans, to me, has a bit of interest. Spoon. Nah, well, we want Titans. No, we almost want Bulldogs to beat Titans so Broncos can get the spoon.
1: I don't give a fuck who gets the spoon as long as it's not us. Next year, the Bulldogs. So they're going to lose Kieran Foran, and I just hope to God he goes to Manly. I think that that's my dream destination for Foran to go to Manly, um, and partner Cherry Evans, who I have to say. Biggest yeah. letdown of two thousand and twenty is Daddy Cherry Evans. He needed to step up in the absence of Trubroyvic and I know it's a lot on his shoulders and it's not his fault, but the way that they've been playing in the last six weeks is atrocious. Like fucking terrible. He, he he needed to have stepped up. Um
0: I agree. I mean being atrocious is probably quite harsh, I think. I think they're playing not lost the f- they could be, bad. but Broncos live with shit. Like they just don't have the
1: they just don't have the kettle. No, I think this that side could be should be better um, next year. Right, so foreign goes they sign Blake Green. Oh. They're going to have a Brandon Wakeham Luke Lewis uh Luke Lachlan Lewis halves combination again. They've bought no one of note. They've dropped Luke Thompson. No, they
0: got a cottage. They got Cotridge.
1: What's 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 the uh, the the British guy um, who's come oh. across from. Luke Thompson. They've dropped him already.
0: Yeah, no, apparently he's homesick. You're kidding me. <laughs> no, that's what
1: I've heard, quite. No, you haven't. That's a lie. No, I am. He's because Mrs. is over here. There is no easier money to make than betting on the dogs to get the wooden spoon next year. It's just fucking happening. God, that club is a... That is the worst collection of players. Now, sure, they've got a few people to sign. Good God. How bad?
0: Sad state of affairs. I mean, that's a... Is that... Are we worried about that Heartland of League being poked like, turning into VFL and Union?
1: No, I don't think so. All right. We're on to today's games. We've got games that don't mean much. Uh, no, that's not true. Decent game here. Storm Eagles. Sunny Coast. Storm for mine. Storm by plenty.
0: Storm by plenty, yep. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see no, nah, no. Nah, it'll be storm by 16.
1: Raiders at home. GAO Bulldogs. Raiders by plenty.
0: Plenty, but the dogs fight again for 40 minutes or...
1: 40 minutes? I'll give you 40 minutes of fight. But still be down by 14. But maybe Gallant 14.
0: Yeah. Is that a concern? I mean, is it a test? Do the Raiders have to sort of show they can put a team away?
1: Yeah, they do. I want I want a fast Raiders performance today.
0: But what time? It's the 6pm game, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shit... 6.30. Mm. Ugh, what is the... I'd, I'd love to just sit down with the Land or sort director of operations so "What the fuck is this all about?" I mean,
1: so, someone tried to tell me it was a heritage time slot that you know they yeah. used to have. That, I'm going to call that as who's told? It, uh, cause that's a bullshit. I that, know, is, that doesn't make yeah, sense okay, to me. Uh, name and shame them, McDarley. What? Oh, that <laughs> made worse. I know, mate. I know. I, I wasn't going.
0: Jeez, but I mean, I guess there's a couple of things to look at on the. Game is that Matthew... Oh, Sam Williams is on the... Uh, oh, he's on the extended bench. We've got Matthew Tamoko on the bench, a uh, young Kiwi, mm. uh, which I'm interested in to watch. And then, yeah, I mean, for God's sake, you've got Kierid Holland and Marcello Montoya and your centre's dogs. What else are you going to expect than uh, absolute hiding?
1: You deserve everything that you get, dogs. Um, And on that note, we... We're going to wrap it up today and uh, back again next week, hopefully with a couple of critical victories going the Warriors' way and still in with a chance. If we beat the Eels, oof, then we're then we're in with a sniff.
0: And, we, and where's, that's at Central Coast. Remember last time we played the Eels? God,
1: Yeah, a forward pass that rude, a Roger Tua Sheck, um, who passed to Heku, yep. I believe, and yep. uh, it was at Bank West. And we was robbed. Um, which fucked us. But hey, so uh, we were the chance on the eighth in that game, weren't we? Yeah. Oh, we, 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 we faded late, but we didn't, we weren't good last year. All right, mate. Well, I let it. Um, I'll let it go there and uh, catch you next week. You got a leg.
0: If he leaves me now It takes away the biggest part of me Ooh, no, man, please don't go and if he leaves me now It takes away the biggest part of me Ooh, no, Roger, please don't go Ooh, no, I just want you to play